Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Have you ever experienced an infatuation or admiration of someone so strong that the impact was destructive or even destabilizing? Have you ever been unable to stop thinking about a person or a figure and these thoughts interfere with your productivity, your day, you have trouble eating, trouble sleeping, and you even dream about the person? Welcome to the Cognitive State of Limerence. The What's Eating You podcast is a series of mental health topics that are designed to make you think, learn, educate, and validate. Enjoy the show. Hello everyone, it is Wednesday and I'm excited to be here and give you another episode on the What Is Eating You podcast and apparently what is eating a lot of people is this cognitive state of limerence. I did this video on TikTok and some of the best videos just come from questions of people saying, can you speak about this? Can you speak about that? And I have never heard some of these topics. Now I have heard about limerence before, but I didn't do this video for ages because I'm thinking no one really knows what it is. No one really cares, but it just goes to show you don't know your ideal market. You don't know what people are wanting, and you've got to listen to your audience and listen to your community. So if you have a podcast request, always please let me know, comment on my videos because I will do it. This video went off. I filmed it in a rush on the way to the airport just before I was leaving. I was feeling flustered. I was feeling annoyed and I didn't even want to record. So just a reminder that sometimes the things you do when you don't feel like doing them are the ones that are going to pay off the most. This video now has 572.4 views. Yes, 572,000 views, half a million basically, over half a million. It's got 37.4 thousand likes, 1,323 comments and 12.2 thousand saves and 5,071 shares. That is a lot for one little video that just talks about this concept. So I thought, you know what, this is influencing more people than we know, and I'm going to do a podcast episode on it. Now, 
If you're someone who has a late diagnosis or undiagnosed ADHD, this episode is for you. Many people spend their whole life being unaware of particular ADHD traits and how they've affected their friends, their family, especially intimate or romantic partners. Now, I want to highlight that this trait is not just specific to ADHD, and I'm going to go into some viewer questions after because I got a lot of questions on this and I'm going to talk about it. So first of all, what is ADHD? We know it's a complex neurological condition, which is a result of a deficiency of neurotransmitters, which affect dopamine, a neurochemical released by the brain when experiencing pleasure or happiness, also known as the reward center. Now, many ADHD brains are lower in accessing dopamine and norepinephrine. So norepinephrine is what helps us get started on tasks. Now, because many ADHD brains crave stimulation, mostly due to the deficiency in dopamine and norepinephrine, which contribute to all kinds of unconscious or conscious behaviors and variable emotions. This is where limerence comes in because sometimes limerence can fuel what we need emotionally in our minds. And I'm going to explain this in a bit more detail. ADHD has three types. We know that there's the inattentive, there's the hyperactive impulsive, and there is a combined subtype. Now, limerence relates to ADHD because limerence describes the experience of having an uncontrollable desire for someone, an obsession that consumes the limerent person's thoughts, feelings, and behavior. It usually involves two people. So the person who desires the other, we call this person the limerent, and the person who is being desired or the desired person is the limerent object, the L-O. This goes so deep when I was looking into it, and I probably need to do another episode explaining more about it, but I'm going to do as much as I can right now. You're probably thinking, oh my gosh, So all this time, was I ever in love with someone or was it just limerence or trauma bonding or crying in ADHD, BPD, complex PTSD? This was one of the comments on the video. Let's go into it. Why do some people experience it? Why would people have this trait or cognitive state? It's a state of mind often referred to infatuation or intense romantic connection. The reason is due to a combination of psychological and physiological factors. One, neurochemical changes. Limerence is associated with changes in your brain chemistry. Now, when you're infatuated with someone, your brain releases neurotransmitters like dopamine, norepinephrine, and serotonin. These chemicals create feelings of euphoria, excitement, obsession, and this reinforces your attraction to someone. So as we know with ADHD brains already being lower in these neurotransmitters, limerence may be an attractive option to get that need met of feeling good and having that high and feeling attracted and all of that. We know when we do have a crush on someone or we feel that way, we know what those feelings feel like. Well, imagine someone with ADHD who has a deficit in that, they're really needing it to the next level. The second reason people may experience limerence is idealization. During limerence, individuals tend to idealize the person they are infatuated with, which often seeing themselves as 
perfect or flawless. They see the other person as perfect or flawless. Now, this can lead to intense feelings of desire and longing. So people who perhaps idealize others may do this because they lack the confidence in themselves. The third reason is intrusive thoughts. Limerence is characterized by persistent and intrusive thoughts about the person of interest. These thoughts can be all-consuming, making it difficult to focus on other aspects of life. So if you are someone who struggles with intrusive thoughts or overthinking, and perhaps this is a distraction from yourself or what is going on in your life, thinking about someone else can take away from that. So this could also be another reason. Another reason people may experience limerence is heightened emotional intensity. People in this state usually experience extreme highs and lows, which can be very exhausting, but also exhilarating. And what we know with ADHD specifically, there is impulsivity, there is hyperactivity. So these highs and lows can make it a good match. Number five, uncertainty and mystery. The element of uncertainty and mystery surrounding the person of interest can fuel limerence. Not knowing how the other person feels or what they're thinking can make the experience more intense. Now, we know with ADHD, people are drawn to novelty seeking, sensation seeking. They love spontaneity. They're usually quite spontaneous. So this unknown of the person etc. may meet that need for excitement and mystery. Six, desire for reciprocity. People in limerence often yearn for their feelings to be reciprocated by the person they're infatuated with. The hope of a mutual romantic connection can amplify the intensity of limerence. Now, because they desire to feel the same way, the person may not even know that the person feels this way about them, right? And by thinking in our mind, by creating a scenario in our mind that this person feels the same way, it meets the need of reciprocity. We think that they feel the same way. We imagine. So just remember, limerence is a state in our mind. It doesn't actually mean that the other person feels this infatuation or obsession with us, but in our mind, we create our own version of it. Which brings me to number seven, evolutionary factors. Some researchers suggest that limerence may have evolutionary roots. It may have developed as a way to promote pair bonding and reproductive success. The intense focus on a potential mate could have helped our ancestors form strong, committed relationships. Number eight, psychological factors. Personal insecurities, unmet emotional needs, and past experiences can also contribute to limerence. Seeking validation or filling emotional voids may drive individuals to become infatuated. Now, I think this is one of the strongest reasons, especially when it comes to ADHD. It is believed that limerence can result of not being present either through child trauma or certain trauma or developmental concerns. And what we know about our brain is it gets our needs met in all different ways, in adaptive ways, in maladaptive ways, in good ways, in bad ways. And the brain can also get its needs met in memories of the past and fantasies of the future, right? So say I'm really stressed and tired and I'm really needing a holiday. Thinking about that holiday I'm taking can meet my need to feel happier or more relaxed in that moment. 
Now, when we are in limerence, it triggers a similar neurochemical reaction, such as substance addiction. So it lights up that part of the brain. I speak about unmet needs a lot, but I don't know if I've actually explained it. So what are unmet needs? We all have needs that need to be met. Unmet needs refer to those fundamental human requirements, desires, or expectations that have not been adequately fulfilled or satisfied. Now, needs are essential for physical, emotional, and psychological well-being. When these needs go unmet, it can lead to various emotional and behavioral consequences. What are these types of needs? Here are some common examples. So you've got your basic physiological needs. These are safety, food, water. No, not even safety yet, sorry. This is food, water, shelter, clothing, and sleep. When these needs are unmet, it results in physical discomfort, illness, and even life-threatening situations. So you're probably thinking of Maslow's hierarchy of needs right now, and that starts with the basic needs, the basic human needs. The second need is security and safety. People need to feel safe and secure in their environment and relationships. Unmet safety needs can lead to anxiety, fear, and a sense of vulnerability. The third need is social and belonging needs. Humans are social creatures and we have a need for social connection, love, and belonging. Unmet social needs can result in isolation, loneliness, and depression. Four, esteem needs. Individuals need to feel valued and respected by themselves and others. Unmet esteem needs can lead to low self-esteem, self-doubt, and lack of confidence. And the final need is five, self-actualization needs. At the highest level of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, self-actualization refers to the need for personal growth, self-fulfillment, and realizing one's potential. When these needs are unmet, it can result in a sense of unfulfillment and lack of purpose in life. That is super interesting because I had learned about Maslow's hierarchy of needs as a young uni student, but I think I just get it now. I actually, I got the hierarchy, but I never got how these unmet needs lead to psychological conditions, but now I do. So for example, say you have a child that was neglected. They were left outside. They weren't sheltered. They weren't clothed. They weren't given food. How can they need lead to the second need of feeling safe? They're going to feel anxious. They're going to feel fear. They're going to feel vulnerable. And then because they don't have that, they're not going to feel connected. And then because of that, they're going to have low self-esteem. Then because they have low self-esteem, they're not going to have any purpose in life. So what we want to do is we want to make sure these needs are being met. I might do a whole episode on that because it goes way, way on. Now, I went from one checklist to another, but those reasons were the reasons people are more vulnerable to experiencing this state of limerence. And then those needs are the types of unmet needs that I speak about when I talk about unmet needs, getting your needs met. Now, limerence is a natural part of the human experience. And many people will experience at some point in their lives, but it's important to navigate it in a healthy way as it becomes overwhelming. And I guess there are different levels, different states. And many people ask, is it love? No, it's not. Limerence is distinct from love. While limerence is characterized by intense attraction, it tends to be more short-lived and can fade with time 
or if the feelings are not reciprocated. Love, on the other hand, is deeper, a more enduring emotional connection that often develops over time and includes elements of trust, companionship, and commitment. Wow. This can be a lot to handle. So if you're taking notes on this, or if you're listening to this and you want to write notes, make sure that you do. Now, does the limerent person need to be real? I'm going to go through some TikTok questions that I had. Do they need to be a real person? Now, typically, yes. Typically, limerence involves the romantic, intense, obsessive feelings for someone you are attracted to or someone you maybe have had a connection with, but the other person isn't necessarily aware of the limerent person's emotions, right? So I could have met someone at a cafe and spoke to them and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I was so attracted to this person. I'm obsessed with them. Like, who are they? What do they do? And this person may not even feel that way about me. However, it is important to know, even though limerence does typically happen with another person, people can experience limerence for someone they have never met in person or have only interacted with online through their indirect means. I do believe it can happen with people you've never met. And the problem is the limerent person may develop strong feelings based on their perception of the individual, their online persona, or their interactions through written communications. It's not the actual person, it's your perception. While limerence is often associated with real people, the intensity of the emotions can sometimes blur the lines between real and fantasy. So remember, this really happens in your mind. Limerence is about creating this fantasy life or this fantasy dynamic with someone and you, you're you meeting all your needs. You're visualizing this person being there for you. You're visualizing this person holding you or being intimate with this person because it's meeting that need of either feeling connected, not feeling isolated, feeling loved, feeling cared about. It's all in the mind. So yes, it typically involves real people, but it can sometimes involve a version of someone you create in your mind that may not actually fully align with you if you knew what they were like in real life. So the idealization makes it challenging to see the limerent object for who they really are. Another question I got asked is, do only people with ADHD experience limerence? And the answer is no, limerence is not exclusive to people with ADHD. Limerence is a common human experience and can can affect individuals with or without ADHD. It is a natural and intense emotional state that people may encounter at some point. But just remember, this can go on a spectrum. And I guess what leads it to be problematic is if you're not getting your needs met in real life. You don't want this to be the only way you're getting your needs met. It's like when I speak about emotional eating. There's nothing wrong with it, but you don't want it to be the only way you get your needs met met. Now, what was really interesting, and this comment got 452 likes. And I had to do some research to figure this out. Someone commented, this just killed the twin flame journey for so many and all tarot readings on TikTok. And I had to Google what, what is a twin flame journey? I mean, I do... I'm not super spiritual, but I'm definitely have an open mind and I'm interested in learning about this. And 
People were saying if you have a spiritual awakening and dark night of the soul, it's a twin flame thing. People said the psychological perspective versus astrological, perhaps both valid to some degree. So I did some research and I found out the concept of a twin flame journey is a belief in a spiritual or metaphysical connection between two individuals who are said to be each other's quote unquote twin flames or twin souls. This belief is often associated with the realm of spirituality, new age philosophy, and esoteric teachings. So twin flames are believed to be two souls that were originally one soul that split into two separate bodies or beings. That sounds kind of creepy to me. These souls are said to be deeply connected on a spiritual level and share a unique bond that goes beyond conventional relationships. Okay, I understand it. And I understand how this can maybe um, lead to limerence or have a, a similarity here. Okay, so interesting. I won't go too much into the spiritual side of things because it really is not within my scope of practice, but I just wanted to reply to that comment because it had so many people who related on it. And there were all a lot of positives too. Some people wrote, I have the limerence word tattooed on me. I have ADHD and limerence. It gives me energy. I love it. And some people were like, wow, like, what do you mean by energy? What does it mean? And people were saying it raises my dopamine, basically hyperfixation on a person now mixed with CPTSD. It's a wild ride. I used to zone out at school or daydream about myself in a different place. Things I thought I'd be popular doing makes me sad for my younger self. How do I get the lady up the road to have limerence? The comments are actually really interesting um, and quite funny. So I just want to validate it is a real thing. Limerence is a real cognitive state. You may experience it. You may not. It is okay as long as it's not negatively impacting on your life and as long as you are also getting your needs met in healthy, adaptive ways. You're not just imagining your needs getting met. I absolutely love doing these extended versions of TikTok videos. If there is another one you want to hear, please let me know on my latest TikTok. Just comment podcast request and let me know what that episode will be. Thank you so much for being here. I cannot wait for the next episode. Hope you are well. Take care of yourself today. Enjoy the day and be grateful that you are here. Bye. Hi, this is Bachelor Clues from Game of Roses, of course, and I want to talk about Club Med. Everybody knows Club Med has been the pioneer of the all-inclusive resort since 1950 with almost 70 resorts worldwide, ranging from beachside destinations in the Caribbean and Mexico to exotic locations like the Maldives and Morocco, or even the mountain destinations like Japan and the European Alps. Dine on delicious gourmet cuisine, enjoy more than 20 activities, and make memories with your family. For more information, visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. 
or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.